Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up? It's the Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Don't, don't, don't. There is a lot going on in the world of sports, and something's going on in the rest of the world, which maybe I need some help with, but uh, we'll get to that. Eldrick Tiger Woods on the prowl. Uh, we'll get to the Masters, a tradition unlike any other. Uh, upcoming man we got a lot to get to mick cronin who is the new head ball coach in westwood the hills of westwood at ucla mick will join us upcoming in 15 minutes who he has more wins than anybody else in college basketball under 50 years old like who knew who knew 
Uh, anyway, Mick Cronin will join us. Um, Hunter Mahan's going to join us. New Vanderbilt head coach Jerry Stackhouse. Stack is going to join us. And Evan Fournier is going to join us. He's, of course, a guard for the Orlando Magic, one of the surprise teams in the NBA. Speaking of surprise teams in the NBA, the Sacramento Kings, bit of a surprise team. Didn't make the playoffs, but best season record-wise in 13 years. So to celebrate, they fired their head coach today, Jabe Jager, because it's, it's the NBA, right? Man, is there a lot going on. Um, the Nipsey Hustle Memorial is going on at Staples Center, and... It's a better crowd than maybe any Lakers game this year. This is really, this is like uh, Michael Jackson type of stuff, like Michael Jackson's memorial that was there. So keep an eye on golf, more NBA stories, some Major League Baseball to talk about, incredible guests. But I I do want to talk about something going on in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is trying to figure out how to get their culture right in 2019. Things that you didn't have to do in 1995, you have to do now. In 1995, you didn't have to tell your team, hey man, stay off of social media, don't post live videos from the locker room. 1995, you didn't have to stop guys from tweeting back and forth with fans because they might throw a teammate or ex-teammate under the bus. In 1995, if you wanted to talk to somebody, you had to either pick up the phone and talk to them, call them, or actually, here's a breaking one, go over to their house or see them at the facility and have a conversation with them. But this isn't 1995, this is 2019. And credit Ramon Foster, a veteran guard who called a PSA on social media urging ex-dealers to stop criticizing current players. Quote, moving forward, any former player or affiliate of the Steelers who has an issue with anyone still in the locker room, please contact me or Mike Pouncey or anyone else you feel you can talk to. He went on. Whoever you have an issue with, we'll get you their number. You can address it with them, I promise. The media uh, takes... Might give y'all good traffic on your social media outlets, but the guy still in that locker room who y'all still know personally have to answer for those comments. Call them what you want, but call them personally and tell them defend who you want to defend, but don't, uh, but you don't have to mention them at all. Whoever you have, uh, whether you have a ring or played for one year enough chill. Most players at one point in their life, Want to take back, want to take their kids back to the place where they once play. Don't burn too many bridges. It's a long history of brotherhood more than anything. Business is one thing, but let's keep it at a minimum for guys who have to answer to these comments moving forward. The latest firestorm came from uh, former Steelers running back Richard Mendenhall, who labeled Ben Roethlisberger as a racist in a tweet before clarifying hours later that he was trying to make an exaggerated point. Oops. All right, listen, let me add to the PSA. Don't call somebody a racist unless you're really, really, really sure that they're a racist. Because I can only tell you this. It's, as a white male, it's really hard to shed a label of being a racist, especially even when you're not. It's just, there's, what, what do you say? Like, I, I've been around black people my whole life. I, I have 
I don't have any ra- a racial bone in my body. But then people think, well, you're just acting. You're just playing. You're just trying to, you're doing the Costanza. I have a black friend thing. Like, no, 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 no. Really, I don't, if I don't like you, it's not because you're black. It's because I just don't like you. So I would add that you got to be very careful about ever calling somebody. You got to be sensitive to it. But I love this from Ramon Foster. This, frankly, is what should take place with every NBA, with every NFL team, with every Major League Baseball team. It just takes leadership. And that's why it's right to criticize LeBron James. Look, LeBron James is a true story. He didn't go to the exit meetings yesterday in L.A. Now, in fairness to LeBron James, he wasn't scheduled to do an exit meeting yesterday in L.A. In Los Angeles, LeBron James was supposed to be at the last game of the season. He was there. Magic Johnson was also there. LeBron was supposed to have his exit meeting after the game so that he could then fly out and see his best friend play his last game of his career. That was scheduled. But because Magic Johnson chose to not tell anybody that he was going to resign and then do so before the game, now LeBron was left with the Well, wait, I was supposed to go see Dwayne Wade. Now, LeBron had every right to go see his best friend play his last game. They are essentially brothers. They are the best of friends. They endured four successful and partially tumultuous years together in Miami, and their friendship will last far longer than LeBron's time with L.A. with the Lakers. On the other hand, when the house is burning down, You don't do what George Costanza did and run over women and children on the way out the door. Even if you're supposed to run, you're supposed to get out the door. Like, I know you're important. But the fact is, it was complete chaos in Los Angeles yesterday. So all you got to do if you're LeBron James is go like, hey, listen, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go do my exit meetings at 9 a.m. I'm going to show up. I'll do 15 minutes of Q&A. Then I'm going to go over to the private airport at LAX. I'm going to fly out. That's at noon Eastern time. It takes four and a half hours airtime to get there. I'll land somewhere five, six o'clock. I may miss some of the pregame stuff, but I'll get there at game time and I'll be there for when Dwayne Wade plays his last game. Meanwhile, you take the social media and you put a PSA out there. Hey, don't anybody talk about what's going on with the Lakers past, present, whatever. We're a family. We're going to figure it out. This is Ramon Foster saying, let's get our house in order. Like the bad thing about these cell phones is the good thing about these cell phones. You can, in fact, communicate with anybody anywhere in the world. And any comment you make on social media can and will be picked up anywhere. But you don't have to. You can actually use it for good, not for evil. And the Steelers are sat there and going like, hey, man, we, we, we got to stop the back and forth. This is basically what Kevin Durant should know. Remember Kevin Durant in his show, The Boardroom? He came out and said, hey, the reason I had burner accounts was I want to be like a regular guy. I want to have conversations with my friends, you know, on social media. Like, dude, haven't you ever heard of text? You can actually 
send those tweets to your friends and text them and talk about them on a group chat without it being broadcast to the entire world. Or you can do what Kevin Durant did, which ultimately is, in fact, traceable. So I think what Foster's done is great leadership. I think it's missing in the world of sports. I think it's missing in the business world. Just because you can tell people what's going on in your life doesn't mean you should. We have, we have friends where we live. And what generally happens is when I meet families, you start, they start following you. You start following them on Instagram. And I have a, there's a family that we're pretty close to with. One of my kids is really close with one of their kids. They slept over my house and I know they're going through a kind of a little bit of an ugly divorce. What divorce isn't ugly on some level, right? Especially when your kid's involved. And every once in a while, one of the two sides, especially one side, will IG out something about the other person. And it's mean and it's nasty and it's hurtful. And I'm sure that person is hurt by the other But you know what you don't have to do? You don't have to tell the rest of the world. Because not only does the kid know, but then the kid's friends know, the kid's friend's parents know, and it puts all of us in a super uncomfortable position. And we shouldn't know what's going on in your household, in your bedroom, or in their bedroom. We just shouldn't. These are not things that need to be broadcast to the entire world. Ramon Foster's acting like a grown-up. Hey, man, you got a problem with him? Cool. Text me. I'll get you their number. You guys hug it out. You don't have to like the other person. You don't have to want to engage with the other person. You, you, don't, you don't even have to confront the other person. But what you can't do is you can't take the social media and let other people in on your family's problems. Because as he said, like, look, at some point, you're going to want to come back here. You're going to want to come back and say, I'm a former Pittsburgh Steeler. And you don't want to walk into a locker room where everybody looks at you and says, like, You're not welcome here. You're allowed to have beefs. You're allowed to have gripes. You're allowed to be bitter. What you're not supposed to do is let the rest of the world in on your family business. Finally, a grown-up in the locker room of children in Pittsburgh. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years. 
and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. UCLA took 99 days, but they finally found their head coach, and he's one of just six coaches in the country that have led his team to the past nine NCAA tournaments, and he has the most wins of any coach in Division I college basketball under 50 years old. He's Mick Cronin. He's the new head coach of the UCLA Bruins. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Number of hours you have slept since you got the job? Four. Now, is, <laughs> What's is, up, buddy? How are you? <laughs> you know, I feel, like I'm, uh, I feel like I'm 25 again. It's amazing what the adrenaline burst will do for you, my friend. Um, okay, so your name was mentioned very early on, and then other names were mentioned. What's that process like? Because, look, you can't prepare for a job that you haven't been offered. You still had a great job in your hometown at your alma mater. Like, what was that? It was kind of like it seemed like two weeks before between someone mentioning your name and it getting publicized. And when you actually got the job, what was that time like? Well, as you know, I'm a father, so I had to I had a lot going on because. I'm a package deal with my daughter. Uh, obviously, uh, she, her, her mother and I are good friends. And uh, so uh, my ex-wife is coming to Southern California as well. So I had a lot of, lot, of, lot of things to button up to make this happen. 
but uh, you, you, you know, it was. It, it seemed like time time was flying by. Uh, you know, you're trying to decompress from your season. First of all, Doug. I mean, you know, we put so much in to this with the the emotion of, of a season. You, you're sailing along, and you know, you win your conference tournament. You're cutting down nets one week, and then you got kids crying in your locker room the next week. And you're trying to process all that, and then you know. And nowadays, everybody's trying to recruit half your roster. The way college basketball goes, you know, any kid that's not starting for you, you people are trying to get them to transfer. So you got so many things going on at the same time that I just said to myself, "Hey, look, you know, I'm just going to keep communicating with these guys." They were honest with me, Doug, at all times. So. I was told from day one that uh, this wasn't going to happen until after the Final Four, and uh, they, they never wavered from that. And I, there, there wasn't uh, ever a period where I wasn't hearing from Dan Guerrero and Josh Rebholtz and uh, or my representatives. So it was uh, it, it, it wasn't crazy for me, and I know, but I know how it looked probably to everybody on the outside because, as you know, I got a lot of friends in Los Angeles, they're, and so they're rooting for me, and I and they're living and dying on every report. And they're calling me saying, "What's this guy writing this?" And I'm like, "Stop reading that stuff." <laughs> and so, you know how it is in these things. They take on a life of their own, man. But uh, fortunately for me, I'm here and I'm ready to get rolling. What's it mean to be? Uh, look, you're the son of a legendary coach, and you you know and love college basketball like anyone who's at the top of this business. To get the call that they want you to be the head coach at UCLA, like, look, Cincinnati is a great program with great, great history of its own, but UCLA is a, this is a, a, it's a different level of incredible, just a different level in terms of how it's viewed nationally, even internationally. What's it like to be the son of a coach who was doing great and get that call that you're going to be the next head coach at UCLA? Yeah, I didn't know until it happened. You, you know, and and look, you as you know. I worked really hard to build Cincinnati back into national prominence and nine straight tournaments and graduating every player and uh, have a, you know, a program that people could be proud of there with integrity and, and, the, and great kids in the program. So uh, I, I was good where I was at I, and things were rolling. So I didn't know until it really happened, I didn't know in my heart what I was going to feel. But when it happened, I knew uh, that, I didn't want to leave my players. You know, my you you've seen me coach, and the people have seen me coach. You know, you you can't coach the way I coach if you don't have real relationships with your players. So that that was excruciating, uh, but that was the only really the only thing that, that would have held you know was holding me back. You know, everything else in my mind was I didn't even want to negotiate. I just wanted to say yes. <laughs> so I, when it happened, is what that that's what I knew. And, and now, like I said, you know, telling the players was brutal and so many friends and, and for me, family, obviously, in Cincinnati. But uh, I, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. And uh, it's a, you know, I, I get all that goes with it. Uh, I, I, you know, I, 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 like you said, we're college basketball savants. When we, you and I both grew up on the game with our fathers. So it's not like I'm blind to what I'm getting into. Uh, but the challenge for me is exciting. And uh, it's something I, I've tried to prepare for this day to, to to get this job. And you know, the, hey, there's other blue blood jobs, but they're not at Westwood. Yeah. So for me, you know, for me, it's not, you know, the job is the job, but also the opportunities of life and 
in, in Los Angeles for my daughter. Uh, and, 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 you know, I just, uh, it was, I checked all, all boxes and very few places, very few, very few that I would have left Cincinnati for. Uh, and it would have had to have been just as good for my, my daughter as well. So I knew it though, when, when the call got made, uh, I knew it, it was, it was all excitement. Who's and, the first uh, person, who's the first person you called or texted? That was the problem, Doug. I couldn't tell anybody. <laughs> but when you, when, you when, you, when you, does. but yeah, but you could tell family or you could tell, you know, like who's like literally uh, honest to God, who is the first person? No, I did. I did. I did. I, that was the problem. I got the call and I couldn't tell anybody. I could. You, so, you know, it was, it was it, it, that was, the, it was, you know, I'm sitting there jumping out of my skin and, you know, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is real. And, you know, and, you know, like, look, your heart is like, I'm going to, I got to leave my players. And that, that is, that, I can't emphasize how hard that was. But then, you know, hey, you just got named the head coach at UCLA. I mean, <laughs> You know, it's 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 real. Uh, you know, and my friends out here, I couldn't even tell them. I mean, it was it was because you got to remember, I had to tell my players first. Right. I did not want my players at Cincinnati reading on, on you know this day and age on Twitter, and I that you know that I was leaving. So that's why. So I mean, now I'll tell you the first person I told is my, my ex-wife because obviously you know we're a package deal and it's you know there's a lot to that. It's you know shows you what type of relationship we have because she's going to move as well. So uh, you know she was the and we yeah, we're friends and and uh, so you know she's known me a long long time. So yeah, I it, she actually went to Washington State and ran hurdles. So she's a Pac-12 girl so she was excited for me you know we got a great relationship but uh yeah that's the one i could tell was her and then obviously in tuesday morning we woke my we we woke my daughter up told her she wasn't going to school and and we we sat her at the kitchen table and told her what was going to happen and then i drove to my dad's house told him and then i drove drove to uh back to campus and told our team what what, uh, what did your dad say well, he was told, you got you, you to understand, he doesn't miss practice. I know. You know, his whole life is, you know, so. I know. That, he, that's, he why, plays, that's why I asked. You know. like, like, he is, he, you, uh, you're talking about package deal, like, you're kind of a package deal with your dad. Uh, yeah. by, by the way, people don't know his dad, Hep, legendary, longtime high school basketball coach uh, in yeah. LaSalle. Um, so I'm just, I'm, I'm just wondering, what was, yeah. what, what was. He was what, torn at first. At first, it was, you know, I would say a little heartbroken at first. And I said, look, I got to go tell the team. I'm going to let you process this. And Dan Guerrero and Josh Rebholtz were great. I called them. I said, guys, I need a favor. I need you to call my dad. And they did it. From there, he's been beyond excited. From beyond, you know, so like now he's out. He doesn't like to, he doesn't like to wear socks, Doug. So he's good. He, you know, he's out here. He's telling everybody yesterday at the press conference. He showed it. I don't wear, I don't wear socks. I don't have to wear socks. I'll be, you know, so I told him, like, you're going to come out for a couple weeks and you'll never leave. This is amazing. It's amazing the things. Like, he's like, like, forget about UCLA and the banners and the new practice facility and the arena and all the famous players that are at all your press time. conference. He's like, hey, I don't got to wear socks. You know, he, but then he's over there talking to Michael Warren was so nice to him and Jamal Wilkes and all the guys. And I don't think he's processed it yet, to be honest with you. I mean, it's, you know, I can't even imagine, you know, you're sitting there and your son's being named the head coach at UCLA. 
I mean, imagine that. I, I can't. So, I, I can't. I think oh, I, the, the, the pride yeah. that he must be feeling. I mean, like, look, there's a lot of pride in coaching at UC uh, and and bringing them to prominence and all the games that you've won. But but yeah, to be the head coach, to be hand selected to be the head coach at UCLA. Mick Cronin, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I, I I loved what you said at your press conference when you said, "How do I spell fun?" W I N. There is this. There is this sense that some people have that, hey, the only way to get it done in L.A. is to play fast and showtime. And um, it's not that you don't play fast. It's just that you guys play great defense and rebound during your time at Cincinnati. What do you think of what has your perception been as a guy from Ohio over the challenges in coaching in Southern California stylistically? Yeah, I've always been. I've always found that very interesting because you know who was the coach of Showtime, Pat Riley, and what was he about? <laughs> it's very interesting. So I told our team yesterday. I said, guys, I know one thing: you can't run without the ball. So you know, and it's hard. People can practice if you're going to try to run after the other team scores. All they get, they can practice getting back. So. You're, you look, you, you, you're, you're a player, you're a coach, you're a coach's son. So, you know, that's a layup question for me, and I appreciate it. To, you, you, you get the, this is easy. The easiest way to score is, you know, the first eight, ten seconds of the shot clock. So the only way to do that is to block shots, cause turnovers, force bad shots, so you can take off the other way and get easy baskets. And anybody that's watched us play at Cincinnati, that, 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 that's what we try to do. But, uh, the problem is, when people talk about pace, when you defend and you're hard to score on, it takes teams time to find a shot against you. So oh. it, it, it all it's all really based on how the other team plays because you're, it's not like you're just going to let them score. I mean, winning teams don't let the other team score. So, hey, we both know this. The more talent you have, if you have better players than your opponent, you want more possessions. Right, that's I mean, that's been Roy Williams one hundred and one for years. Right. So, and that that's just you know that, that is you know that that's that's the way you should play. So, you and it's interesting because you and I are again we we're, we're basketball people. I know you got this show and you got to talk about other things, but people in the pros now they all talk about pace. But you got to be able to win games. Maybe if the other guys got better players, <laughs> you can't just win if you have. I mean, you you got to, and that's how I've always. That's how you. You know, hey, if you're coaching at Murray State or you're at Cincinnati, you, you got to win. You got to win games where the other guys got better players. I mean, you you have to. I mean, if you don't do that, you're not going to win conferences. You're not going to win championships. So, hey, the goal is to have the best players. Then you want the game to have as many possessions as possible because your chances of scoring more than them are going to be uh, ex- exponentially better because you, you just got more playmakers. So it, it all depends on. on uh, on your personnel. I mean, you, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you, like I told the guys, to win a conference, to win a championship, you got to be able to beat the best team on your schedule. Right. If you can beat them, everything else falls into place. Well, how do you, you know, how do you do that? Well, it may be more possessions. It may be that you 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 better be a great defensive team because you're maybe not the best offensive team. So, I depends on our personnel. 
I mean, but at the end of the day, in basketball, you got to be able to score. Yep. I mean, you're not winning anything if you can't score. So, I'm, I'm, I mean, and and look at the national championship game. Both, both those teams are great defensive teams, but both those teams were actually efficient, especially cool. Virginia, and how they and how they scored. Right? Took them how a while. The way that both they made shots, man, man, they made really they made hard shots, uh, yeah. which you have to because both teams are so great defensively. I mean, you're going to have to make some really hard contested shots in that game and boy they made free throws as well so you know you got to be good at everything if you're going to be great all right most let's be honest i mean that's the way it is most important thing uh last ohio guy to come out to los angeles is he's had a bit of a rough year but he's got all his tv shows right lebron so is there going to be is there going to be a barbershop show are we going to see are you are you going to is this are you coming out to do the hollywood thing like are we we going to see a netflix show based upon your life is that is that part of the plan I don't. Right now, my life is hang up from you. Have lunch here with one of our great boosters, Richard Pacholsky. I'm is it. I'm right now. I feel like the Fresh Prince. I came from back east. I'm at. I'm in Bel Air. Yeah. Uh, and, and and get back on the phone for the rest. I got to go recruit today. Then I got to get back on the phone the rest of the night. I don't. I don't think I have any time for that stuff. <laughs> but I will. You know. I, I I know Brian. I know. You know Rich and Mav and those guys from back home. You know. I've known those guys since they were in high school. It's just been unbelievable watch what they've done and i'm sure they'll fix it i'm sure they'll they'll get it right what they're trying to do out here all right the race is on to see who fixes it first lakers or or the bruins hey well welcome to la uh Thanks, and uh, and and, and, and people always say would you prefer a chef or a driver i'd my advice is driver right driver then you get <laughs> that a lot was great that was a good tip that yeah. was a good tip yep. i'm living on campus right now so we don't. I'm walking everywhere. Well, listen, campus at UCLA. You need a moped. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. Nobody walks. Nobody, <laughs> nobody walks in, in LA. This ain't you ain't, you ain't Cincinnati. Anymore. Welcome to LA. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Don't big time us as 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 the rep grows, and we appreciate you joining us. You got it, man. I'll be a regular. Thanks for having me, Doug, and I'll see you soon. Okay, definitely. Mick Cronin, head coach of the Bruins, joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports. Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Hunter Mahan joins us, who is a tremendous golfer on the PGA Tour in his own right. Uh, joining us from his uh, palatial abode, is that where you're, you're, you're joining us from? Um, no, you know, I just, my daughter's doing gymnastics here in Dallas, and so I just stepped out and was watching her, you know, do a little work and having a little fun. Okay, so you haven't been watching. We 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 are going to have you on. I was like, Pumpy's watched every stroke of every round played so far. Like, yeah, actually, I've just been watching on Twitter, and I have no idea what's actually going. No, on. No, I did. No, I watched a little bit. You know, did a little bit of homework for you, Doug. I do anything for you, buddy. I appreciate that, uh, Hunter Mahan joining us. Okay, so uh, a couple of things we need to know from those of us who we only watch it through the lens of our television set. Um, we hear about the azaleas. We know about the history. Everything's supposed to. Be- what what actually what is that course actually like to play? Oof, um, it is so much fun. The, the tournament itself is just so much fun for the players. I believe why uh, they make well they make it all about the golf. You know the patrons are not allowed to be rowdy. They're not allowed to you know say nice putt or yell at you or you know go with the whole. You know there's none of that there. Um, you know you go to the range. The range looks empty compared to any other normal event. You know you're allowed one person with you. Uh, besides your caddy, so you can bring your swing instructor. But if you're going to go putt and you've got a putting coach, well, then you have to your your swing has to swing coach has to go out, and then your putting guy gets to come back in. So it's just so easy for the golfers, and it's just all about the golf. There's just no kind of anything else going on. You can just completely focus about what you have to do because you have a tough challenge uh, to figure out the Augusta National Golf Course. 
Um, it, who does it benefit the most? Like I've always been told, look, obviously you got undulating greens. Um, it's it's not cra- it's longer than it used to be, but not crazy long, and it's not really that punishing, right? Like there's no real rough there. Like the the rough is not nearly U.S. Open rough, and it's not like the British. Obviously, obviously not like the British Open. Like so, what type of player generally succeeds there? Uh, precision iron players. Um, you look at Jack and Tiger. Both of you know they're the top two greatest iron players of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Weir's one of the guests because he's a phenomenal iron player. He can just shape it a little bit left and, and a little to the right. Um, if you can control your ball and can control your distance on each shot, you know you see the balls right. You got to hit it twenty feet left because it's going to hit and it's going to roll down to the right. You got to be have great distance control, but you got to know where you're landing it and what the ball is going to do after it lands on the green. Okay, so Tiger uh, got off to a pretty good start. He ends up at two under. He did, and and he, I mean, he was hitting his driver well up until probably the last couple times he he used it, which is um, is is kind of rare for him. Even in the comeback, right? Like he still he's he's still not great with with the driver. What are your thoughts on the likelihood we could see Tiger late into Sunday? Um, I think it's high. I think he. I saw him play a few holes today. He looked really comfortable. Um, he just looked very confident in what he was doing and, and how he was going to play the golf course. Uh, scores aren't really that low because um, I do think the course is a little wet and it's playing a little bit longer than maybe normal. And guys are, you know, they're struggling a little bit with um, the ball kind of hitting on the greens. It looks like there are some pretty tough pins out there today. Um, I think he looks, he looks like he knows what he's doing. Uh, he knows Augusta National very well, and he looks very, very comfortable. And his iron game is great. He doesn't have to drive it great to be in contention on Sunday. Um, he just has to. I think he just has to putt well more than he has to actually hit his driver well. Hunter Mayhan joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show, giving us some thoughts on the Masters. Adam Scott playing well, uh, three under. He's the only guy on tour better looking than you. That's that's probably the only. That's wow. that's, that's right. Wow. Like there's like Thank Adam you. Scott, then there's Mayhan. Uh, then there's maybe DJ, right? Like you guys are the three three horsemen of, uh, you know, Ricky's a little smaller fella, but a good looking guy with some <laughs> swag. But that's really kind of the, the triumvirate, right? Smaller fella. That was, wow, that was, okay. I'll take it. I'll take it, Doug. Anything from you, buddy, I'm going to take it. Um, I appreciate that. Okay, so uh, what, about, what about Ricky, right? Like he's the guy with the, I used to think Charles Howell was the guy with the most game who hadn't, Hadn't won big. Now it's Ricky. He, was, he won the players two years ago, but he still hasn't broken through at a major. Is this the year that he breaks through? Oh, I think it could be. I think he has, he's got, um, he has the game to win a major. He's been close several times. Uh, people have always been concerned about his Sunday. You know, if he's going to finish strong, is he, is he that focused in golf? Uh, is he more concerned in fashion than other things? Ricky is an, the ultimate competitor. Um, he knows what he's capable of. I think he's been talking it up this year that he does feel like it's his time to win a major and break through and be a top five, number one player in the world. Uh, he has all the tools to do that. Um, you know, I think his Sunday finish last year at Augusta kind of showed that. Uh, he was right there. Um, he, has the, he has the game to do it. It's just, it's hard to win majors. You know, you only get four chances a year and it's, I guess, the best competition in the world. And sometimes the golf course doesn't suit your game or you, you know, you have a bad nine holes and then your tournament's over. So, I love his chances this week, though. I think he's got a ton of confidence. I think he's one of the most confident players in the world right now, and he's and he is playing great golf. What about Rory? Yeah, um, he's got every shot really in the book. I think Augusta is really tailor made for him. I don't. I'm not sure what he finished. Looked like he was 
struggling a little bit, but, um, you know, Rory's a guy that went a good nine holes, you know, buries three out of four holes, gets a little bit of momentum, and that can really carry him all the way out uh, throughout the week and, and get that grand slam. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. You know, there was a couple years ago where guys said, ah, you know, I'm not scared of Tiger anymore. I mean, we're fine. You know, kind of. And and many of these guys are are playing golf because Tiger made it cool to play golf, right? Um, but I still feel like, and I could be wrong, I still feel like you can say it, but until you've experienced, you know, until you've experienced playing with or in a round in which Tiger is in 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 contention at the majors, you have no idea. Is that accurate? Is it is it a completely different sport? when Tiger's in contention at a major as opposed to the normal pressure of a major? Um, I think it used to be. I don't think it's as much now as it was. Uh, I think you see him playing and interacting with the pros more than he ever has. You know, he's hanging with Ricky Fowler and Dustin and Justin Thomas. Um, These guys are, I mean, they're friends of his now. They play with him a ton at home. Tiger used to have this sort of, um, mystery about him, you know, because he would he would play with a couple guys, and you know they weren't usually the top five players in the world. He used to hang out with Marco Mir and Thomas Bjorn and John Cook, and he I think he did it on purpose. I think he wanted to keep his distance a little bit. So on the back nine on Sunday, you know there was these eruptions and this crowd that no one has ever seen before uh, except him, and so that was unsettling to a lot of guys. But I think now they're used to that more. They're used to um, Tiger and how he plays uh, and the crowd. So, for you know, it used to be that case, but I don't think so anymore. And I think honestly, these guys they look forward to that challenge. You know, before guys were a little, I don't want to say intimidated by Tiger, but yeah. the situation felt big. Now I think they can't wait to play with him and they can't wait for that opportunity. I'm going to disagree with you, but you're the professional golfer. I'm the professional okay. talker. We'll we'll, right. we'll see. We'll talk. On Monday, and and figured out. In the meantime, uh, your daughter's best, uh, her best uh, discipline is it the floor? Is it the uneven parallel bars? Is it the vault? What does she do best? Uh, the bars. I mean, she's. I think she's strongest at that. I think her, um, you know, cartwheel needs a little bit of work, but we're working on it. But I think it's getting better. But uh, her upper body strength is getting good, and you know, she does a little horse riding. So I know you know a lot about that. I so do. That's, you know. Her legs are getting stronger every day, and uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy to see. Obviously, children grow up from little babies to what they, you know, you've got ten, twelve year olds, and you know, I've got a six, five, six year old. So it's a lot of fun, though. All right, uh, uh, you know, listen, make sure she gets with the Russians, and so they give her all that <laughs> they give her all that stuff that makes her so she doesn't grow, and then she can be, you know, a, a, a four foot nine gymnast. In the meantime, enjoy the golf, enjoy the time with your family. We'll talk to you next week. All right, go Lakers. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's take a listen to Mark Murphy. He's the president of the Green Bay Packers addressing the Bleacher Report story and what he believes the effect it could have on the Packers this upcoming season. I think this is going to be a great motivation for him and the team. I, I, you hate to have your dirty laundry, <laughs> as you said, aired, but uh, I, I do think uh, it's going to end up being a positive. Uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, discussed the, uh, the, the piece in a local radio interview with a Milwaukee radio station. And he said, first of all, I stand by everything I said. And I just kind of want to refer to that. Any other com- as any other comments go, I said on the show and I meant it. It's been a great week. I've heard from a hundred plus former teammates and coaches and current teammates and coaches. And that's fun. Especially some guys you haven't heard from in a while, checking in and encouraging you. 
It's something I'm really trying to put in the past because it's not even to continue to drag on. I think you've heard from all the people who are relevant at this point and actually matter, which are the people who I, who who uh, uh, who played with him. You know, it's it's fascinating that everyone's coming out and defending Aaron Rodgers, but I like Mark Murphy's point the best. Mark Murphy did not. That wasn't full denial. Aaron Rodgers saying, I stand by it, which means, you know, none of the story is true. Mark Murphy didn't say it's completely false. He's like, look, some of our laundry gets aired out. It's it's bad. But you know what? Whatever makes you play better. Whatever makes you play better. And, you know, if you're. uh, If you're if you're wondering if. A motivated Aaron Rodgers is a good Aaron Rodgers. That's basically what's built his entire career. Aaron Rodgers does not have a chip on his shoulder. That is a massive understatement. He has, and not even one of those personal size bags, like, like the little kids' bags, a little a Costco size bag of chips on his shoulder. All right, one chip is no scholarships at a high school. Another chip is no scholarships, one scholarship out of junior college. Next chip is people said, you know, he had a weird throwing motion. He had to fix it. Uh, he's product of the system with Jeff Tedford. Another chip is San Francisco 49ers grew up being a fan of them and they didn't draft the number one overall. Instead, they drafted Alex Smith. Oh, that, and then he had to sit in the green room, more chips. Remember, he was sitting there in the green room, 24th pick. He's waiting, 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 waiting. Everybody else is gone. There's Aaron Rodgers and the camera focusing on him. You know, then he goes to Green Bay, and now he's have to sit behind Brett Favre, but Brett Favre wasn't exactly cool to him. It wasn't like, hey, dude, let me show you how all the way things work. Favre was threatened by him. And then Favre was retiring, then not retiring. Happened three times. Then eventually he started Then his first year. Remember, first year they had a lot of close losses and he caught the blame even though it was his defense that was terrible. More chips. More chips. More chips. You know, then he starts winning and playing great, but because of all the success in New England, he's not viewed on the level of Tom Brady. Peyton Manning. Everybody's, you know, everybody loves Peyton Manning. He's on the TV commercials. Peyton Manning won one Super Bowl in Indy and one Super Bowl in Denver, and he was terrible when he was, won the Super Bowl in Denver. And he's being called the greatest quarterback of all time. Like, dude, I'm look at what I'm doing with what I'm doing. More chips. More chips. You know, he gets hurt one year. He plays through concussion one year. His offense is lame. His his surrounding class is not as good. His coach is not as invested. They fire his quarterback coach as the guy he re, uh, respects. You know, then there's leaked articles and former teammates and just adding in. And he's just like, dude, let's go. Like Tom Brady over there. You know Tom Brady? Let's go! Twenty-six in completion percentage, but four thousand four hundred and forty-two yards in a down year on a bum knee. Hurt his knee week. What like hurt his week? His knee week thirteen. Hurt his knee first half of week one. Then did the Willis Reed and came out and beat the Bears. Bears end up with a pretty good defense, didn't they? Pretty good team. It's pretty amazing what he did. How many interceptions did Aaron Rodgers have last year? 
two. Two. You know, 17th in yards per attempt. QBR was, was low, but didn't have a great supporting cast. Now he's got a new offense. If you're going to buy on one guy being in a down year, he threw 25 touchdowns and two interceptions with a stale offense, a coach that was a, that was a uh, lame duck on a team that was out of the playoffs with like four games to go. What will he do with more talent and more and, and, and re-energized and motivated by an article that he feels like was unfair to him? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.